0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day.
2: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
1: The Bucs decided they needed a change in leadership. Will Doc Rivers be able to solve the problems in Milwaukee? Also, Lamar Jackson doesn't need to be a hero to beat the Chiefs, and the Heat will unlock Terry Rozier. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports.
2: Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The Milwaukee Bucks made some monster changes to this team in the offseason. They let go Mike Budenholzer, a championship winning coach with their organization. They sent Drew Holiday packing in exchange for Damian Lillard and they hired a first time head coach, Adrian Griffin. And despite being second in the East, a 30 and 13 team, the Milwaukee Bucks have, in a shocking move, decided to move on from head coach Adrian Griffin and are already making googly eyes at Doc Rivers, reportedly already in negotiations to bring in Doc Rivers. Camille Davis from Locked on Bucks joins me now. I assume her head is still spinning. When when we got this this news on Tuesday afternoon, it was a wild and, and crazy time. Information flying left and right. Initial reactions when you heard the news.
3: The Bucks really did it. Like, that was my very first thought. They really did it. Like, I honestly thought that Adrian Griffin would at least have a season before they made any changes. But the Bucks clearly realized that, listen – we're getting results in the form of wins. Like you mentioned, 30 wins, only 13 losses so far at this point in the season. But they looked at the process and were like, things aren't adding up. You're getting the wins, but it's not because of what you're putting into place. It's because the team is finding ways to win. No scheme that the players feel comfortable in. There's still confusion. We don't know if the scheme's fitting personnel the best ways. And they had to make a change. And it's unbelievable. Like The Bucks have fired two coaches now uh, since last season, like, the Bucs are 88 and 37 since the start of last season, and they have fired two head coaches. Like, it's it's unbelievable, but it just goes to show this team is focused on winning a championship, and if they feel like things in this particular recipe aren't going to add up to that, they're going to get rid of it.
1: And, and the Giannis Antetokounmpo part played a huge role, according to the reporting, that he wanted Adrian Griffin. We're getting yep. even more information now that that, He was basically a hard no to Nick Nurse, which was someone that people in the organization were pushing for. And so now we reach this crossroads where, okay, Giannis is in the building. Part of the reason you acquiesce to him is because you want him to sign a contract It wasn't until after the new coach and after the Damian Lillard trade that you're able to get him to sign in the dotted line. How does that change? Do you think what they do moving forward here?
3: I think it doesn't necessarily change what they do moving forward because the end goal is to win a championship. And they made this move because they felt that with the current head coach in place, with Adrian Griffin here, we're not going to be able to do that. And we've pointed to numbers all throughout the season on Lockdown Bucks about how different this team has been from the teams that we've gotten used to seeing under Mike Boonehoser. And I was to a point where, like, we don't even need this team to be elite defensively with the offensive firepower that they have. We just need them to be, at worst, middle of the pack. But the Bucks have consistently been bottom third in the league in defense, and we know that's not going to be good enough. You saw them get blown out by 40 against the Cavaliers. The Bucks were without Giannis, but the Cavaliers were missing key pieces as well. And you see the effort against the Pistons where it's like these are closer games than what you would have expected. You see the losses they had to the Pacers, and you see even in wins that sometimes it's like this just felt a lot harder than what it had to be. So I think that this team is going to continue to move forward, trying to win a championship, but I do think that they still have some personnel things they need to address. A new coach might be able to come in and put together scheme on the fly because keep in mind, this is the middle of the season (laughs) higher NBA teams. Don't have that much time during the season to practice, to implement. They use games a lot of the times to practice. So there's only so much a new coach can do uh, once they come in, but Hopefully what they come in to do, and as reports are leading us to believe that, is probably going to be Doc Rivers. Can you tweak enough just to make it make a little bit more sense? Like offensively, we heard that Dame wasn't happy about his role. Can you find a way to better utilize Damian Lillard in this offense? Can you get more pick and roll actions between Dame and Giannis, Dame and Brooke? Dame and Chris. Like, how many different ways can you do this? And luckily it's a veteran team, right? So they should be able to pick up on some things pretty quickly, but it's still going to be a tricky proposition coming in at the middle of the season and expecting wholesale changes.
1: Why Doc Rivers? Because I that seems to be the question that I'm hearing from a lot of Bucks fans. Why is he the guy that you think makes sense?
3: It's a question I have myself. Uh Doc Rivers was somebody who wasn't necessarily high on my list but I can understand the appeals of a Doc Rivers, right? He is a coach who has experience working with superstars. And right now the Bucs, they're a super team. They have Damian Lillard, they have guys out And when you have two top 75 NBA players of all time on your team, like you have to be a certain level of coach to be able to command that locker room. We've heard reports about Griff losing the locker room at this point. We've made note of the fact that uh, Giannis was one of the people who was very high on hiring Griff. That's part of why he got the job and for him to become discontent uh, with the coaching as well as a sign, but doc rivers at least has a track record of being able to work well with stars. So you hope that that uh, aspect of being able to manage personalities and manage a locker room uh, can do some wonders for this Bucks team as well.
1: Stay up to date all year on the Milwaukee bucks by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on bucks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Lockdown Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Ravens are ready to advance to the Super Bowl. Before we get to that, the Raiders have a new GM. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guaranteed, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has plenty of last minute tickets to your favorite team. They also make it easy to get in the gate with flash deals and zone deals. Game Time makes it easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They've got views from all the seats in the venue. Game Time has the lowest price guaranteed. Seems pretty good. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket if you're going with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code VEGAS100 100 for $100 off that big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game,
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day. With the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to
2: be locked on today.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders hired former Los Angeles Chargers general manager Tom Telesco as their new GM on Tuesday. This comes less than six weeks after the Raiders beat the Chargers 63-21 at Allegiant Stadium in mid-December, and Telesco and coach Brandon Staley paid for that historic loss with their jobs the next day. Telesco had been the Charger general manager since 2013 and was the architect of some great rosters that end up underachieving in the AFC West. He drafted players like Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Justin Herbert, and Thule Tupulotu. Many have wondered if the Bills should go out and get a top wide out as Stefan Diggs had a down year Buffalo GM, Brandon Bean, doesn't see it that way. You always have to evolve. You have to, Your team has to evolve. How you do things has to evolve. You've always, I have to evolve as a general manager. Sean's got to evolve as, uh, as a head coach. Um, our organization has to evolve and, and find better ways to do things. And, and how do we take the next steps? What are the little things? Because the winning in this league, I said earlier, that game, might have even been three plays. Max five plays changes the outcome and we're not sitting in here right now. And so you're always looking for those fine little advantages. And that's our job this offseason is to be truthful, be, be real. Um, where are we good but not great? The more pressing question at this point seems more like does Stefan Diggs still want to be in Buffalo? The Jazz were in the big easy to take on the Pelicans. The Utah Jazz... Lose 153 to 124 coming into the game. It was the number two offense in the last 10 games. The Pelicans against the number three offense in the last 10 games, the Jazz, two of the hottest offenses in the NBA. We combined for 277 points. I said at one point, we're gonna go over 270 tonight, or 280 tonight, We didn't quite make it. 153 of those for the Pelicans. They put 34 on the board in the first quarter, 43 on the board in the second quarter. Can't do the math, so I have to look over here. 38 in the third and 38 in the fourth. Wow. And the newest Baseball Hall of Famers were announced Monday night. Adrian Beltre and Joe Maurer both made it on their first try, while Todd Helton made it after being on the ballot for six years. Rock on Rockies fans, it is time to celebrate. Todd Helton is elected into the Hall of Fame and the Rockies get their second Hall of Famer. Well-deserved for Todd Helton, long overdue. The Colorado Rockies get their face of the franchise represented and one of the greatest first basemen of all time gets properly respected by the baseball writers. This shows that you can't deny greatness even when they play at at Coors Field. It's a monumental moment for people that have grown up with this team as the two biggest names in the franchise are now being properly respected by the entire league and by the writers. Now the question is, can the Rockies ever get back to producing these type of players? Only time will tell. But for now, Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer, a big day for Rockies fans.
2: Here is another story you need to know.
1: The Ravens are the number one seed in the AFC. They took care of business against the Houston Texans after a little bit of a rusty-ish slow start on Saturday afternoon. And yet everyone so far this week has been talking about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and maybe what happened on some of the NFC games, no one seems to be talking about the Baltimore Ravens, who are favorites against the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend in the AFC Championship game. Kevin Ostriker joins me now from Locked On Ravens. Kevin, my guess is that's exactly how the Baltimore Ravens would like it, um, just given the makeup of that team. But as you look at this matchup, this is a playoff matchup um, that I think everyone wants to see in a, in a situation like this. The Chiefs are not going to make it easy on anybody. What do you like in terms of advantages you think Baltimore can exploit in this one?
0: One of them, I think Peter is Kansas city's run defense, especially when you watched them against Buffalo last week, they were getting torched by James cook and they haven't been a good run defense all season. They're 24th or at least in the regular season, they were 24th in the league in terms of yards per attempt in Baltimore. On the other hand, they were the third best rushing offense in the league in terms of yards per attempt. And just in general, they're a run-first team. We've seen it from then, obviously, really ever since Lamar came into the league. But when you get rid of a guy like Greg Roman, you bring in Todd Munkin. The, the Ravens' plan the whole time was not to tear down everything Greg Roman did with the run concepts and the run-heavy offense. It was to build on the pass offense and get more creativity in there with Todd Munkin. And we're seeing both. The runoff offense has been dominant. The offensive line has been playing really well. Obviously, Kansas City has guys on the interior that are good players. Chris Jones is awesome. George Karloftis has come on in his second season, too, and they have others. But the Ravens' offensive line, of particularly Ronnie Stanley, who played really, really well against Houston last week after a pretty if- iffy start to middle of the season for him, he's come on late. Tyra Linderbaum in the middle with Kevin Zleitler, they've been really formidable as well. So, one key advantage I see is the Baltimore run offense versus Kansas City's run defense. And another one, very quickly, is Kansas City's pass catchers outside of Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey, who himself Kelsey's had. A down year considering considering what we've seen from him over the course of his career. Those are the two Kansas City pass catchers. And even if Marlon Humphrey doesn't play this week, we're still awaiting whether he will or not with that calf injury. The other Kansas City pass catchers, none of them have stepped up. We saw Justin Watson drop a huge ball in that Buffalo game early. Kadarius Tony didn't play in the Buffalo game. He's been a disaster, so I don't think it would have mattered. Valdez Scantling hasn't been great considering his contract over there in Kansas City. So with Baltimore having guys like Brandon Stevens stepping up, Ronald Darby, they have Kyle Hamilton and Marcus Williams and Geno Stard and Arthur Millette. It's just such an advantage if you take out Kansas City's top two guys and Baltimore's top two guys, Baltimore's advantage is just so massive.
1: I, I do have to defend my guy, Marquez Valdez Scantling, for just a second. He did lead the, the Chiefs in that game, made some big plays as well, and was the best player in an NFC Championship game a couple years ago on the same field with Devontae Adams and Mike Evans. So even though he's inconsistent, we have seen him come up big in some big moments. I'm just, I cannot wait to watch this Ravens defense and all of the wonky things that they can throw at an offense against someone like Patrick Mahomes who can just press to digitate like it doesn't matter sometimes what your defense does. How do you think Baltimore will approach Patrick Mahomes, who even if you show him all the right looks and do everything right, he can make you wrong? We've all seen the Mahomes highlight
0: tape. We see him make highlight plays year in and year out. You try to drop back on him. He, he dices you apart. You try to blitz him. He moves out of the pocket, makes spectacular throws. You can't blitz him. I, I, you can't do it. And I think for me, one of the things that we talked about for years here on Baltimore, Peter, was Baltimore couldn't win with four for, I, I can't even tell you how long I could go back to tell you about it. But they've done that this season. They've played super physical on the defensive front. Guys like Justin Matabike, who who had a career year this year and is still in the midst of it, Davion Clowney. He's been great. Van Noy was on the couch to start the season. He's come in and been one of the most high impact players on that defense. No one wanted Davion Clowney. No, no one did him or Van Noy. Clowney was signed, I think, three three or three or two weeks before the season started, and Van Noy was, I think, week three the Ravens signed him. Both of those guys had over nine sacks this season. So Mm. if they can win with four, take Rasheed Rice out of the game and contain Kelsey as best as you can, it's going to just be about the other Kansas City pass catchers. Can they win or not? I guess coverage sack in a way is how you do it because Mahomes is going to get his. He does it every game. He's going to make a couple big plays here and there. I mean, C.J. Stroud did it against Baltimore's defense. He rolled out last week and made a couple of huge plays on the run. But the Texans didn't sniff the red zone the entire game. They didn't score a touchdown in 120 minutes, week one and a division round against the Ravens mm-hmm. defense. So they've been playing so well this season. And part of it, too, is shutting down the run game with Isaiah Pacheco, who is, I think, the hardest runner in the NFL. I don't really want to know what Isaiah Pacheco Roquat Smith collision looks like. I think could be a very violent collision in the middle there. So you shut down the run game, put the Chiefs in second along situations, but Holmes can get you out of those if you're Kansas City. Baltimore's defense has been so good and not letting the deep ball beat them all season. They can take the short stuff, take the intermediate stuff, and that's fine. But if you can hold Mahomes in that offense in the red zone, you know, 25% conversion rate for touchdowns, 33, and force him to kick either a punter or a field goal in every possession, Baltimore
1: feels confident in that strategy. Stay up to date all year on the Baltimore Ravens by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Ravens on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Heat are the perfect place for Terry Rozier to flourish. The NFL playoffs rage on, and now's the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. The Chiefs and Ravens are a bit closer on the point spread than the Liners and Niners. FanDuel has the home Ravens favored by three and a half. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays, a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: The Charlotte Hornets are going nowhere. So trading Terry Rozier to Miami for a future first rounder makes sense. As Locked On Heat hosts Wes Goldberg and David Ramil discuss, it's the best move for Terry Rozier too. I think we're going to get a much better defensive
3: player in Terry Rozier
0: than he was in Charlotte. Uh, this sure. is a guy who helped the Boston Celtics get to the Eastern Conference Finals in 2018, That's a right. young Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. He has a ton of playoff experience. He's named, his nickname was Scary Terry for a reason, but he wasn't that <laughs> scary in Charlotte because the Hornets weren't that scary, right? right? But the Miami Heat are scary. The Miami Heat are right. scary. They have been scary to Celtics fans, to Sixers fans, to Bucks fans over the last three years. And having Scary Terry now in Miami... I, I think it's a good fit, and you already outlined all the personality fits and the things like that, and and I remember even talking with him on Dwayne Wade night about yep. being able to be
1: there, uh, and and he was honored to be able to kind of get a chance to see his childhood hero honored by the hometown team in that way. We've seen what this Heat team looks like in the postseason. Terry Rogier is more of a regular season piece because Jimmy Butler, not exactly the Paragon of consistently when it comes to playing every game in the regular season hasn't even made it to 30 games yet this year through a combination of load management and injuries this is about winning enough games to have a good enough seed to actually make some noise in the eastern conference which didn't matter last year either they were in the play-in and still ended up in the eastern conference finals this is a move that moves the needle in the short term in the postseason Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. That's all that matters. And Eric Spolstra. They are going to be scary for whoever they see. And finally, the Olympic competition in basketball may be the best it's ever been. So Team USA will need its best to win. LeBron James, who hasn't played in the Olympics since 2012. Steph Curry, who has never played in the Olympics somehow. And Joel Embiid, who is from Cameroon, but became a U.S. citizen in 2022, have all put their names up for consideration. There were some of the biggest names announced Tuesday as part of the 41-player pool in the first step toward deciding the 12-man team. The roster could be set as early as May. New dream team? Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, who will be the next coach in the NFL to find a new home? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports Today.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason,